Hi, I'm Yogita. And I'm Zara. And welcome to Inner Planet Podcast, Season 2. Zara, what have been your experiences around issues with anger in clients? Clients with anger often times come to therapy because other people think they have anger issues. I had this one client a while back. They came to the session and they said, "I think we should work on our anger for a couple of sessions, Zora." And I said, "Oh, so do you think you have an anger issue?" And they went, "Nope, I don't think I have an anger issue, but uh, my girlfriend thinks I have an anger issue, and that is why we need to work on the anger." He's clearly hating his girlfriend at this moment. I, I, I think <laughs> I think he respects her a lot, which is why he wanted to work on it. because she had been complaining of the anger issues that mm-hmm. he's going through and he was like okay so let's work on that and whenever we talked about it he did not seem to have a problem with it he seemed to be okay with the anger in fact he seemed that it made sense to be angry at a lot of things so there was a lot of resistance in even recognizing that the anger was an issue the anger was there we we agreed that yes there is anger but it's not problematic from their perspective because it sounds more specific to how it is justified how it is right to be angry in how it makes way. sense like mm-hmm. what other reaction could there possibly be for behaviors like this or mm-hmm. okay so that's often times not just me i think most people who work with anger would observe in their therapy setting a chunk of their clients not everybody of course a chunk of their clients would come with anger issues that people around them think they have mm-hmm. right and without acknowledging any bit of it that you know they are being dysfunctionally angry like mm-hmm. they're more focused about how it is justified how it makes complete right. sense to be right. angry right okay like interesting that's, that's one as one chunk of mm-hmm. anger clients that i right. have observed right what has your experience been been like oh uh, <laughs> this definitely is one chunk like you said and most of us definitely experience that i have observed another category of clients with anger issues who come quite disappointed in themselves not about being angry particularly but about the effects of anger they have to face say for example when you project your anger a lot of times it is on your loved ones on people around you who who you have to do a lot with right your family your partner your children and once you realize that this repeated behavior like I'm, i'm focusing on behavior which is very you know problematic and targeted on people they start to dislike you for that and that dislike is something that people are not able to digest very well and they they find themselves to be alienated and that is the point a lot of time people start to identify that there's something about you know my anger which is distancing me from people and hence i need to work on them it it may not be about i am wrong in feeling that anger but something about my anger is not going very nice and so i have to work on that that's a category that i have mostly observed with anger issues as well so between these two i have also seen a third type of anger issue that i work with in session so there was this mom who used to come to me and she would oscillate between getting very angry at her kids and then feeling very guilty about the anger later on mm-hmm. and then overcompensating for it so she would get really pissed off at the kids say something really mean to the kids when her anger would subside she would realize oh my god i i did something that was not very nice in anger i shouldn't behave like this I to my sh- kids exactly and then 
she would end up feeling extremely guilty about it later on so much so that she would want to mend it Mm-hmm. so she would like prepare the best meals for the kid get their favorite dessert overcompensate oh, exactly that's the thing so that is how she would deal with anger so in the moment it was difficult for her to control the anger but it was always followed by a very acute sense of guilt right that that that's also very very commonly fi- found like in mostly in mothers you know and what i've seen like with that category of clients again that they generally start with tolerating a lot of wrong behavior like when you talk about mothers and they are angry at their kids and extremely angry to project anger in a very dysfunctional way the history goes like they have tolerated a lot of wrong behavior about their kids and now has come a point where they are too frustrated to tolerate it even further and hence you know either slapping them locking them up in the door or you know something very dysfunctional and then regretting or feeling guilty about it like you said This happens with respect to their husbands too. Mhm. When they when they have a long term uh, tolerance like they've tolerated a lot of things in the marriage or in the relationship that they did not particularly any relationship for any that relationship matter, for that actually matter. can be possible where right. you tolerate a negative behavior from your whosoever and then you you're you're, you're filled your your tank is yes. full and now right. you just can't take anymore right. and, and hence you right. justify that anger to be fair because i have tolerated so much so do i not even feel angry about it now mm-hmm. so in all of these types of angers that we just discussed zara an interesting aspect is still there that most of these people identify their angers to be justified and right because they are sticking to some right some fairness something that they consider is okay and they should stand for it which is required actually we we all have to stand for something that we believe right in. but when we talk with respect to these clients what is the most interesting thing is that they know that the anger is something that they need to deal with or let go of in their heads and yet they can't seem to let go of the anger because it seems to serve a purpose right all right so, okay interesting i want to listen to that further right so they want to get rid of the anger mm-hmm. yet they don't want to get rid of the anger okay they want to get rid of the anger for the negative consequences right very clearly yes and not wanting to get rid of their anger because they find it to be justified not right that, right so justified is one of the things mm-hmm. now let's break down the justification of it a little further to understand what gains do they get out of being angry okay like for example if somebody is angrier they get their way often in their heads that if i don't get angry i will not get my way if i don't get angry people will walk all over oh that's over so me. true i will have to tolerate the wrong if i don't be angry if okay. i don't get angry then people will misbehave with me more mm-hmm. right? right so if i don't stop my kid for a negative behavior this mother that you were speaking about then he would continue to behave in a dysfunctional ill-mannered way and that is wrong that is not what i want hence i have to be angry to serve the purpose right right and that is why they have a motto to be angry but like you said they want to get rid of it as well because they see a very clear negative consequence of being angry which is not helping their purpose you know which is not solving their purpose of getting the behavior right something that you are experiencing about other people if my partner is not acknowledging my you know need and i want to help him understand that you are being selfish over there right so i can be angry about it but if i understand that he is distancing more with 
the anger then i also get fearful of will he ever realize his mistake and so where do i really go i see that thin line between being angry and not to be angry afraid of the consequence and still wanting to be angry to serve the purpose it's, it's all very confusing for people and one when very important reason that i see for this confusion and for not realizing how to solve this is because people think that anger is wrong anger is only a bad emotion a negative emotion that does bad to other people i am feeling angry because something is happening to me wrong something is unfair to me but i am not able to translate it very well to help the other person understand the purpose so because we have learned dysfunctional ways of projecting in expressing our anger is why a lot of times people find it to be a negative emotion which doesn't solve a purpose and then they just get too confused about how should then be they be dealing with it and what they should be changing that anger with again with this also uh i'm sure you must have experienced this in therapy as well i asked them how about helping you get to a point where you can feel healthy anger i just say healthy anger That's and a very i see alien <laughs> i see their faces just like warp into these weird expressions and they're like what are you even saying zora what do you mean by healthy anger can anger be helpful at all can it be healthy that's like saying fat free full full fat milk like what does that even <laughs> what does that even mean oxymoronic healthy e- anger <laughs> exactly right i think the whole concept of healthy anger is a good way of helping people realize that you can have all the things that you seem to get out of anger without the negative consequences mm-hmm. of it right when you say that in the session they like one second this sounds too good to be true like how do you how do you even achieve something like that mm-hmm. right that is one of the ways in which i break the whole cultural bad rep of anger in the therapy session a lot of times they come to the session and they think that now i have to sit here and talk about my anger and remove the anger out of my system like it's a cancerous tumor that needs to be dealt with that way like you said has a very bad reputation you know people look at anger negatively we ourselves as children more often than not are reprimanded for being angry we told that we are disrespectful if we even have anger towards things that make sense to us why just children any inferior figure for that matter in school the pt teacher is not allowed to be so angry <laughs> rather they are but the arts teacher or the music teacher cannot be as angry as a science teacher can be mothers can't be as angry as fathers can be because the inferior and the superior roles that we end up dividing the according to our cultures but let's not get into it coming back to the aspect that you were saying that it is justified with certain roles and not justified with certain other roles again something that comes culturally mm-hmm. with respect to anger when you talk about healthy anger what you're essentially saying is that it makes sense that you're upset about this particular event happening in your life so let's say in one of my sessions i had this discussion with a client where their girlfriend went away for like a girls night out she had gone out for drinks uh with a random guy she liked that this boy knew that she liked mm-hmm. and she just did not get in touch with him did not respond to his messages and called back 24 hours later and by this time the boyfriend was in a place Mad. where he was enraged right till date he doesn't know what happened that night right oh and my God. Uh, in in a situation high risk taking right and 
I mean, imagine if anybody was to be in that state. It is a distressing situation to be of in. Of course. But what ended up happening, which was dysfunctional, is that he yelled and screamed and name called and labeled his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. and passive aggressively switched off his own phone and did not get in touch with her and was like you know whenever you come back to the city we'll see how things go and they were living in together mm-hmm. so when she did come back it was a very toxic atmosphere where they both weren't talking to each other there was yelling matches every other day and that kind of led for the situation to get very complicated you know how anger can get very destructive as definitely. well definitely right so destructive anger led for him to be hurt and inflict hurt upon to others mm-hmm. it led him to instead of translating how he was really feeling just translating things that would help her understand how he was feeling in that situation and get to a point where she felt the same level of hurt and the same level of distress emotionally as he went through right all right this is how anger gets destructive mm-hmm. wouldn't you agree i do but i'm i'm getting to uh, you know with this conversation of your client i'm i'm thinking about who identified this anger to be unjustified or destructive did like did the client come to an understanding about it after a the while day. when the anger subsided the client mm-hmm. came and you know talked about how this was not the right way to go about things mm-hmm. in retrospect mm-hmm. he said i wish to have communicated all of this with her but not the way i did right the reason i stopped here as well because most of the issues like these wherein you have a very strong reason morally ethically incorrect you know reasons to be angry you get to a state of expressing your anger or feeling that anger as well to an extent that you forget what do you want to achieve out of it are you still concerned about the relationship in this case the boy was he concerned about the relationship at all or was he just concerned about expressing his emotion about the act of his girlfriend's behavior and this is where i was talking about the second category of clients they realize it quite late you also mentioned that they realize it quite late that i should have rather communicated it differently because you don't realize the impact of it in that very moment you realize it when everything is done when that girl is gone maybe and you start feeling lonely and question did my relationship require that mending or was it worth enough for me to let it go and be angry to this extent so most of the times like you identify that it's the consequences of these anger that help you identify somewhere that you know it's destructive and it's leading to a point wherein you would not want to continue with that kind of anger maybe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. interesting so a lot of anger also in in his particular uh, situation i remember him talking about how his head was hurting like crazy mm-hmm. there's a lot of hurt also involved over here which is right. quite obvious right I mean, so with all of that but i'm talking about like a physiological impact mm-hmm. of that anger where True. there is your heart beats racing your a lot of people experience anger differently and these are also obvious reasons for you to understand that it could be destructive to a level wherein you need to do something about Absolutely. it for yourself not just to secure relations not just to hear people out or to change yourself because people are not okay with it but to help yourself and not have a physiological impact like this for your anger now right. in this entire scenario like you said the client realized that this was destructive we talked about what would have been more helpful for him i asked him the first thing that i remember asking him is do you think what she did was okay and he said fuck no it was not okay mm-hmm. 
right so is it human to feel a negative emotion about this particular situation I said yeah i mean of course it makes sense to feel a negative emotion and that negative emotion that would come out of the situation would be anger but a healthier version of it what would that look like right? okay go on so he he did not actually have an answer to that he was like what healthy anger and you know like the whole thing i said and i was like okay so tell me how would you have liked to react instead or respond to her rather and he said i would have liked to not engage with her that day not talk to her work on myself calm myself down to an extent where i talked to her about how i truly was feeling mm-hmm. and how what she did was not okay and that this kind of behavior is unacceptable mm-hmm. to me and i asked him do you think this is an what important you communicated con- <laughs> yeah no that was definitely <laughs> not what he communicated right what he communicated was i mean i i would like to say it but i am afraid that we our podcast would get blocked <laughs> so i'm not going to say that but what he wanted to actually communicate was how it wasn't okay with him what he ended up communicating was how she is xyz for having done it mm-hmm. right and I, that majorly comes with a very strong blame that people hold for other people exactly right and when that blame game actually starts it is difficult for an individual to identify what are you really trying to do with that anger are you just wanting to tell the other person how wrong you are or you want to know for yourself what do i want to achieve and what's my motto what's my goal out of this but do you see that is so much of processing to do while you're angry so again the discussion that we are having is the discussion that i was having with him and he's like so in that moment i am so overwhelmed i don't have space in my head to think of all of this it this sounds very unreal don't you see a lot of times clients come with uh, that expectation in therapy session as well that listen to me how wrong that person was you know just let me vent that out in front of you and you tell me was she not wrong in that place mm-hmm. i don't know whether you have experienced that or not but whenever you try to stop them to vent and bring them back to but what are you trying to achieve mm-hmm. with this what's your goal out of this they kind of feel invalidated about are you telling me that she is not wrong but the point is not about holding blames that the point is not about venting it out you're not here in the therapy session to get a validation about yes she is wrong or right you're here to work on your anger and the responsibility of which you only will have to take she can't take it for you yes and that's very right when when you talk about responsibility or accountability we got to that and i remember him saying that no irrespective of how she behaves i want to be able to handle these kind of situations better right. right then we got to the point where i asked him what was the most most distressing thought in that moment for you and he said how could she have behaved how dare she behave that way with me now i know there's a lot of hurt coming in here as well the underlying emotion or as we all in professional world in the professional world of psychology not in the outside world know that anger often times is a response to another emotion that we feel so anger is a secondary emotion and there are other underlying primary emotions but again not getting into that more as well he said how dare she behave that way with me no she has no right to behave that way with me we just went to addressing that demand like we do that why can't she behave that way with you and like you just said he went how you saying that it's okay for her to behave this way 
So whenever you ask this question to people that you know why can't they behave this way? Or because it's wrong. No, in a relationship you have to be fair. In a relationship you have to stick to certain rules and ethics. How can she go on a date with someone else without telling me and abscond herself for twenty four hours? That's totally wrong. But the point still come back to the fact that even if it is wrong, it doesn't mean it can't happen. Right. What happens when you do that? What happens when you do that when as a therapist? You, as yeah, like you know, not as a therapist, but as individuals as well. When you realize that just because something is wrong doesn't mean it won't happen. It's bad. It is happening like that, but mm-hmm. you can't still deny that happening. Right. So we talked about getting into that mindset where not only her girlfriend but people around him have the right to behave however they wish to. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make it right. Mm-hmm. which is why and doesn't anger. even make it something that you want as well it doesn't put you in a state to expect that negative behavior as well i want people to understand that when we talk about healthy anger it doesn't mean you become okay with other people's behavior or other people's wrong doing we're talking about healthy anger as an emotion that you're still annoyed you're still not okay but there's a difference between being not okay and demanding that to not happen and being not okay and still developing in acceptance with an annoyance that yes it can be possible so that's a state of assertion that we are trying to imply with healthy, healthy anger. anger basically that you're still sticking you know you don't have to be worried about that i won't have my say and you know people would just re- disregard my need and disregard my choices you would still very strongly and assertively stand with your choices preferences but at the same time you are acknowledging a fact that people can behave in unfair wrong negative ways which is not okay with you and you sadly annoyingly develop an acceptance about it i think that's very well put which is why there is still anger even though there is healthy there is also anger there and hence it doesn't become oxymoronic it's something Oxy- that's possible yes. possible very much <laughs> yes. anger with a healthier consequence that you could be looking for it wherein in this case if we go ahead with this client if this client in my head allows me how could he be more healthier in his expression you know could be a place wherein he would have been more clear of what is his goal in this situation i love how you ask that question because once we got to that point he ended up changing the entire goal with respect to the relationship altogether because mm-hmm. he kept demanding for the relationship to be a certain way and we looked at the evidence of it of the relationship going in the direction that he wants who he thinks it should go in because they always most often they project the goal to be a change in behavior on the other person's end because they are wrong so if you are being unfair and if you are doing wrong and if i am coming to a therapy session talking about it mm-hmm. my goal of ther- therapy session in my head becomes about how do i make it happen how do i make her change her behavior right. which is something very much required for the relationship eventually but for that you need to understand that you cannot be putting the other person on blame and wanting to change that and take that in control because how much ever you try you could just be still demanding it and you may have little influence i have a it. very uh, good analogy that i often times use in therapy session for this and i th- i think i use this one in the therapy session as well uh, i asked them that if it was the month of july august and if there were clouds outside dense 
dark full of water clouds outside mm-hmm. and you went outside and it started to rain would you go like ah, how could it rain right this makes no sense how could it possibly rain and i remember him going of course not like it's rainy season it's going to rain i was like oh is that so like yes it is so i asked him what would you do so like, i'd carry an umbrella and i would say so you're saying it's okay for it to rain he's like no i don't like it i don't like uh, mud and the and the keechad around it i would still not prefer for it to happen but i would still carry the umbrella because that's out of your control that's out of my control <laughs> and i asked and before i could say anything he just smiled because like i i get where you're going with this zora i get it and i was like what do you get that's like, very interesting yeah actually. so it's like i get it that this is how she's always behaved these are always the signs that are present and i still go out and demand for it to be different for it to not rain even though it's clearly going to right like, that's that's very true and the way you've put it in when i go back to most of the relationships where you see anger you know sticking to the one that you just mentioned as well over there I think people start to justify their anger also in the benefit of the relationship. Mm-hmm. That is what will keep the relationship alive and going. Mm-hmm. But I want to help people understand over there that you alone can't take the responsibility of the relationship to be alive and going as well by justifying your anger to be right for a negative behavior. It's any any relationship not just right. between romantic partners I would say but parent child parent child relationship where you don't decide it you get it without a choice definitely but if the other person is behaving in an unfair unreasonable negative manner with you and you have become irritated frustrated annoyed angry about it because it is a relationship is why you have to consider it a need to change that behavior in the other person is not always a right approach the first step still begins at a point where in the, you the, acknowledge that yes. things are the way they are and they can be the way they take, are take charge of only so much that you can do in that relationship mm-hmm. and not over burden yourself with making the relationship work because i value it and i think that is what happened in the session as well where we went back to there's only this is my control over it by increasing my level of aggression in it i am not causing anything to change in fact i am ensuring that the distance that i have with my girlfriend is just going to widen with time mm-hmm, and then they decided to take a step back have a conversation with their girlfriend and figure out where they stand this is not okay with me mm-hmm. i can decide that this is not okay with me for myself i can't make you do what i'm not okay with right but i can decide to deal with whatever answer you give me right. after that and that starts with a healthy boundary a lot of times that's what he know? did that's what he did he he drew a healthy boundary with and that her. needs to start early as well mm-hmm. a lot of times people decide to take themselves out and distance or draw a boundary after a lot bad has happened and then there is little acceptance in the other person as well that you can distance yourself so much and you can only involve so much in the relationship so don't you think that if this boundary setting in assertion is something which is coming very early in a relationship you don't really have to go through a bad phase in a relationship you just have to start becoming more assertive about what is okay what is not okay with you the other person can still exercise the right to behave a certain way when i'm saying this i can remember of this client this boy who not boy i should say a very grown up adult who's very unhappy with 
his father's involvement in everyday chores of his life you you cannot sit like it why are you eating this why do you have to go out to an extent you know you don't travel by train because it could be dangerous you know so so much of involvement which definitely a lot of people would not be okay with but not tolerating it to a level where you are frustrated and you start to justify your dysfunctional anger rather you start to speak about it in the beginning help the other person understand even if it is your parent figure that you know i would really appreciate for you to give me some authority of my own right and even if you don't give i would still exercise it that so, doesn't mean i want right. to disrespect you in that moment that just means that i want to secure my own right for my own life and with that i think shifting your thoughts from people should be a certain way things around me should be a certain way i should be treated fairly because i deserve it or because i have worked towards it right and going to i need I to wish- secure relations as well i need every person to see me right i need not be viewed negatively if i say this say for example if i put my assertion the other person may start thinking of me negatively and that is not also okay for me a lot mm-hmm. of times starting from a very simple point of it's okay for me to accept some disappointments from people and that doesn't make me bad i don't have to please everyone's opinions and ideas to a level where assertive about your choices and and drawing healthy boundaries right so i think healthy anger would help you draw boundaries and healthy anger will lead to you know a full blown war with a lot of destruction <laughs> and i think with that i hope it's clear in your heads what it means to be healthily angry and what is destructive anger and that anger is not essentially a bad emotion it's not essentially an unhealthy emotion it is when it is used in a certain way or especially when you think a certain way when there is demand involved or when you label other people or yourself is when it gets unhealthy so with that i hope this podcast was helpful for you guys healthy enough <laughs> healthily helpful to healthily enough to understand anger as a required emotion and not to run away from and i hope this is not used as ammunition to justify your anger like that's always uh, i am right <laughs> yes so thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast let us know your feedbacks about the podcast if you want to on info@innerplanet.in and we'll see you very soon